vignette. Our vignette today is... Is Iron Maiden's Power Slave a concept album? Do we really need to answer this question? Well, you, yeah. you brought it up. Yes. And, and I think it's a good one. I, I do think so. So we haven't had any discussion here. No, uh, like all the other episodes. Like all the other episodes. Uh, that question on the table, I do, do, we, do we start out yes or no and just go at it? Or uh, uh, is Iron Maiden's Power Slave a concept album? Yes or no, Joel? I am prepared. First of all, lyrically, yes. Every single track, lyrically, you can say that it's based on the concept of power. And especially uh, because the last track is Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Mm -hmm. And that is probably um, outlining one of the most quintessential power issues for humanity, which is humanity's relationship with nature. Yes. So I think that because it ends on that note, um, it, uh, it definitely says to me that it is conceptually driven by the idea of power, lyrically. However, there is a fly in the ointment. Ah, uh, yes. Lost for words. That, to me, is the fly in the ointment. Right. All the other tracks, I think, are, are legitimately about power. They just talk about it in different ways. Okay. So I'm going to attempt to craft a half-baked justification for there being an instrumental as being evo evoking the concept of power. Okay, that's uh, that's interesting. I feel like I'm on Jeopardy right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm, I'm... So the thing about all the songs, they talk about different personifications of human power, right? So you've got military warfare, you've got uh, young men imagining power in, in, the, in the, uh, the duelist. You've got the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, I said about nature and that. You've got Power Slave, which is about um, someone's uh, focus on power because of their fear of death. And there's other themes in there as well. But all of these things are being conveyed through words. It's a very powerful thing whenever you can get something to happen without having to say anything at all. It's very powerful, so to speak, when you can take away people's ability to speak and say what they think. So in a sense, conceptually, you could say that Lost for Words is an instrumental, is conveying symbolically, musically, power through the absence of words and that's where i let it rest right okay now we've seen concept albums before that have had you know um more or less um sort of uh through line narrative right so are you talking about lyrically uh lyrically yeah, yeah. lyrically and uh um the the inclusion of an outlier within a, within a concept album doesn't necessarily break the uh, the concept album. So no, that's so fair. that's fair. I, I what I appreciate is I appreciate very much that How you far would I went? <laughs> well that you would you would put that up to sort of make an argument that you know this isn't an outlier that I need to excuse uh, to to make this logic fit for me. 
but that this this song in particular it is conveying the same concept as an instrumental so that it like i'm arguing that there is no outlier uh, on right. on this yes. and, and that yeah. it that it fits uh and i think that's that's very cool and i don't i don't disagree although i didn't feel the need to make that argument cuz i would have been comfortable enough to let it be an outlier right. or um so much of you know whether you know they could have just tagged that on to another song and yeah. and like it's not uncommon to have musical uh, interludes, interludes yep. within within a iron maiden album so absolutely um you know a, a song as an interlude in some ways could be equally conceptually consistent as a Agreed. Just, uh, you know, but, but I, I wanted to go for double jeopardy. Well, I, I think that's cool <laughs> because now I'm going to have to go listen to that again and, uh, and sort of meditate on the, the conveyance of power or the, the dynamic of, because the title is lost for words. Yeah. So it made me think about well, it that way. There are no words. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's what it is. Yeah. So, yeah, but you're right. You're yeah. very right about how to have an instrumental bit in a concept album have or an outlier it doesn't you know because we're we're always talking about what a concept album is and we we have that that uh ambiguity we're comfortable with it yeah Yeah. and and yeah definitely both of us in our uh very first uh episode when when we explored the question of what is a concept album you know we 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 had to address right away you know some concept albums are narrative and some are thematic and some yeah. are you know like a, a a bit more esoterically conceptual or yeah. uh you know have love have, supreme and yeah, yeah. There, so you know i think within our own discourse here we're much a, much more able to accept a uh, a broader uh, uh gathering of things into uh, the the sort of concept album uh, universe that, that that others may be fighting with, right? So you, you know? do, but you do think. But I, consider- I, I consider absolutely Power Slave as a concept album. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised that it's not just the common acceptance and and parlance of the album uh, through people that they <laughs> they don't think it's a concept album. Yeah, uh, I think from the. Uh, imagery alone. Yeah, the co- on the cover is the amazing. cover, <laughs> and the then the tour, which really yeah. took them to the next level. Right, yeah. uh, where where the band, the tour, the album, uh, and like you say, the 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 themes of the songs uh, to do with power yeah. and power dynamics, and particularly where power also represents the decision over life and death. Yeah. You know, so it's power uh, through the exercise of death and 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 yeah. So many of the songs are about that. Yeah, and so I, you Those know, which is an ultimate sense of you know, yeah. you know, what is power but the ability to define life and death? Um, and it 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 made me think of Conan, uh, the oh. barbarian, and the the riddle of steel. And that's a great soundtrack, by the way. <sighs> Amazing soundtrack. And amazing soundtrack and amazing film, by the way, yeah. as well. Everybody, uh, one of my favorite films growing up. But I loved when Thulsa Doom is talking to Conan right before they crucify Conan on the, the tree, tree of, of woe. woe. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, we've never had a conversation about this. But <laughs> we didn't do that. On no, 
Um, and and he's he he's querying uh, basically Conan's belief system, and 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 he says, you know, like uh, you know, boy, you know, you. It, there was a time when I was like you, and I I was pursuing the riddle of steel, you know, and and yeah. the questions of 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 life and 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 how you know how I ordered the universe through basically this i this idea of of the riddle of steel and strength through through that and he says you know but what's what do you think is more powerful boy you know like uh uh you know steel or flesh you know like what's more powerful and he he sees a girl he just sort of in the film they have also do he's kind of looking around like he's he's you know just casually oh there's a girl up there and and he and he basically beckons the girl uh, to uh, to come to him, and she just steps off a cliff and falls, and you know yeah. kills herself on the ground. And, he, and he's like, "That boy, that is you know flesh is where it's at. Like 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 you know the uh, strength of of that you know and the, the the choice of of flesh surrendering you know to death uh, yeah. in that way it was stronger than the blade that would have killed that person. That person flesh decided to to, to take out flesh, yeah. you know, and and so. In in this album, that there's so much of this is about death and the dynamic between being a, a slave to to your you know to steal basically uh, yeah. to try and gain dominion over death and then the contrast between nature and and flesh. It's and, a and brilliant. Being, yeah. It's a brilliant culmination at the end of that song, "Power Slave" and yeah. the "Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner." Yeah, the, those two together and. And it's surprising to me that the band um, didn't embrace this as a concept. Um, bec- uh, there was a little bit of politic, I think, a band politic in there because um, Bruce, in an interview, I remember sort of when he was looking back on Power Slave, he sort of goes, "Oh well, uh, um, after all, I I I wrote the uh, title track that the album was, you know, named after, you know, and it was sort of it was almost like." Uh, yeah, they hadn't considered it up until that point. And mm. so, like, you know, Power Slave was just a song that 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 Bruce happened to write. Uh, but somehow, at the same time, everything kind of unified there. Mm. And and for the first time, you know, like, the, the, there was a unification of theme through the songs. They weren't just sort of like random film vignettes, Mm-hmm. random film narratives, right? Mm. They they had a commonality. Even though you're still jumping in time, you're going from the Blitz yeah. to the Duelist, right? To our, oh, you you know, you're going to two minutes to midnight, which is even atomic war, atomic and, warfare, yeah. and into the Cold War, you know, yeah. and, and it's yeah, um, which you know, in some ways, is related to me in the, uh, um. Two tribes go to war. Um, yeah. Video that that had uh, come out. Uh, what's the name of that band? Um, Frankie goes. Frankie to goes to Hollywood. Yeah, uh, you know, like the, the, so, like another thematic musical sort of take on on presenting sort of like the Cold War, uh, mm-hmm. sort of where we were at at that moment in history, and you know, I just I, so those that unity through those themes on on all those songs i think is by no means a stretch to sort of take that as a concept album but i i would say this is an album uh not birthed through intentionality mm. i think that's obvious yeah, i think I think you're right about but that. it's one that by by theme 
that everybody should still be looking at it as a concept album because mm-hmm. I think thematically, not only where it sits in their in their evolution as a band and as a live act, as a, and and mm-hmm. sort of coalescing their their and and focusing their sort of creativity at, at a sort of a, a coalescence uh, that that there was this sort of magical coming together mm. uh, that that just defined that album and that era as, as a new departure for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so not only is it a, um, uh, not only is it a concept album to me, it's really the birth of the band, hmm. you know, going forward as a cohesive unit hmm. uh, in, in its new sort of like, no longer shaky leg incarnation. Yeah, and so it was like is like they became incorporated to to put a an, a kind of Corporeal, a, an, yeah. an ugly <laughs> business spin on it. But they 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 had reached a point where they had a strong foundation. Yeah, and then they gave more than that foundation. Well, where again the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, and yeah. I, I think that's the emergent element of this. I think this emerges as a concept album, and I think that it, you know there's a liminal space that Power Slave. Even when you talk about Power Slave to people today, like the, you, you, there's a sort of an excitement or a lift that comes with just pe- people kind of know something special happened there. They do, yeah, I Ooh. do. Uh, anyone I've ever talked to about oh, Power okay, Slave, right. I, which right now is you. I was thinking about calling my dad and asking yeah. him, yeah. Dad, what do you think of Power Slave? <laughs> <laughs> but I get what you're saying. And I know that when I was being schooled into Maiden, Power Slave was the center of the buffet. Yeah. Right? Because Summer in Time had come out. Yeah. But you're right. And, and, and Power Slave was the one where they had the huge shows at Hammersmith Odeon. And they, they had, uh, I imagine, had worked out a lot of the touring theatrical bugs, and they had really just, like I said, they had come to a point of this is what Maiden is. Yeah, and- these, these, the like we've, we've, we've done gone beyond establishing. We, we are, we are here. We're here exactly, and and I really think that in the same way in our Zappa discussion, we talked about you know Zappa's uh, album being a concept album because Frank said it was you yeah, know yeah, at some yeah. point right. Well, this this is a concept album not because the band said it was or intended it to be, but because it was emergent of the circumstances and the alignment of the stars that basically came together when this album was created. And if you believe in liminal things. If you believe in the idea of the whole being greater than the sum of its parts, then the idea of the emergence of a concept album uh, as, a, as an event unto itself, yeah. uh, it, it should be perfectly acceptable. And I think universal uh, within Maiden fandom. Like, I mean, I, I, I think that, um, that that there should be no bones about it. Like, it's it can't not album, be yeah. a concept well, album. Well, I have no bones about it. There you go. <laughs> It's been decided. It's, it has been decreed. <laughs> well, this was a very pleasurable first vignette. A little vignette, yeah. No, I, and people can expect more of these. More of these. Little little moments of discussion about uh, particular things we think we want to just pass back and forth. And much like our, our regular episodes, we will 
let each other know that we want to talk about this particular thing, but then there's no other conversation until we have this moment. Yeah. And uh, so thanks. Thanks for listening. And uh, well, I'm sure we're going to, you know. I've just thought about three others. There'll be more coming. (laughs) Sounds good. All All right. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Rob.